In today's Tanya, the Alter Rebbe takes us on a journey on the history of where God rests within this world. He says it started off, the first major event of bringing godliness into this world was by the patriarchs, the Avot, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, who are known as Merkava Lelikus. We mentioned this previously. They are a chariot to God. Just like a chariot, a wagon has no will of its own. Whatever the wagon driver takes in whichever direction, that's where the wagon follows. So too, these people, the holy people, were chariots through which God's holiness shined into this world. These people had no will of their own. You saw them and you knew that God was talking through them. Their ego was totally gone. <clears throat> An even greater level was achieved by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu who says, Nachnuma, what are we? We are nothing. We're told that he achieved the absolute level of unity and therefore he was able to talk to God in a way that nobody before or since was ever able to talk to him. The prophets after that, although they heard God's prophecy, were told that it would cause their bodies a huge shakeup. It would be a traumatic event. The bowel movement, the whole, they would faint, they would collapse on the floor. It was a totally traumatic event, but yet they were still able to have some godliness within them, but nobody like Moshe. And God even attempted to give this ability of shining himself he decided to give it at Sinai to the Jewish people, but the Jews couldn't handle it. We're told that their soul came flying out every syllable, every utterance that came out of God's mouth. They couldn't handle it. So instead, Hashem says, you know what? I rested in Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. I rested in Moshe and other great men and women. But obviously, this is not the plan for the average um, person. So what we're going to do is we're going to build a home, and I'm going to reside in this place of mortar, and the Jews are going to come to this place and they're going to be able to tap into the energy that I bring into this world in here, in this temple. Now, even in the temple, it was very, very exclusive. The Holy of Holies was only for the high priest, as we're reading in the Parshiot these days. And the most Jews never made it too far in, but nevertheless, they were able to access that level of spirituality. And that lasted during all the years of the temple. But then the temple was destroyed, and we're told that Hashem now finds himself within the study of Torah. God's unity is found in the Torah, specifically in halakha, in Jewish law. That is God's will. Halakha is God says, I want you to put on this shoelace first. God says, I want you to listen to the Megillah X amount of times. I want you to do this mitzvah on this day. And that is the way a person grasps godliness. So when a person realizes that obviously they're never going to be able to reach the level of bitl, the self-nullification, the level that Moshe achieved and the great people, the patriarchs and matriarchs, we're never going to be able to achieve that level. But nevertheless, I can be a vehicle to godliness in some small way. I'll make a home for God in my heart and that is going to be through learning Torah whenever and have an opportunity each one based on you know the circumstances of our life some of us could learn all day some of us part of the time a day some of us could listen to a podcast a day but when I do that I am building a home for God and yes I'm not reaching the level of Moshe or the other people but I am achieving a great level for myself that can lead to joy and that's really the follow-up of last week's chapter another way of appreciating joy that I can actually be a home for God.
I could be <clears throat> a host to the Almighty when I study Torah whenever I have an opportunity. And this is another way of joy. How appropriate for Purim.